Welcome to 40K Radio. Hello and welcome to episode 109 of 40K Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Alex. With me, as always, is JF. Hail science, Matt. <laughs> and Amy. Hello. And today we're going to take a look at the Adeptus Mechanicus and Necron codices uh, that should be hitting your hands soon, as well as look at some recently previewed things from GW, as well as the recent meta watch after the World Championships. But as always, let's just talk about the stuff we've been doing hobby-wise first. And let's start with Amy today. All right, so listen, um, I might not <laughs> be in like customer-facing retail, but I am still in retail and it is the holidays so i have not had a lot of hobby time uh because i am mostly working and then by the time i get home i am i am too sleepy um i got a lot of stuff on the horizon though obviously but that's all secret too so i it's just a tragic time i'm it's that time of year when i go because we just had the armies on parade and so it's me sitting around going I should do armies on parade. <laughs> yeah. got, there's there's a problem big... with well, armies yeah, on parade. Yeah, because they're not on our calendar. Exactly. The they're, they're on the Gregorian calendar. Something like that. <laughs> Some weird stuff that doesn't have to do with miniatures. Yeah. Um, but so my theory was, though, is if I take my friendly army that I am currently working on for the upcoming Adepticon, and add to slash build a display for it for armies on parade that could theoretically maybe be doable i mean it's not going to happen but i'm going to say it out loud that it seems like a good plan um manifest it into the world well you know year year one is brainstorming year two is actually planning out <laughs> year three is actual execution uh, yeah Something like that. Um, so that's where I'm at. I'm in. I'm at doing a whole lot of not hobby. I did get. I did order some new supplies uh, from Monument Hobbies. I got their fluorescent paint set because I'm a sucker for fluorescent paints. And I also got their new uh, medium called Noosh, which is water based, but it makes things act like an oil wash. Interesting. So I'm really pretty hyped to try that out. We're gonna see how that goes, but. I mean, they, the video that they put out, well, the first video they put out was very much like those early contrast paint videos where it's like, yeah, just slap it on and you're good, which like you can, but also there yeah. are more nuanced ways to use it. Yeah. Uh, especially so if you yeah. want results that are more like oil. Yeah. They've just put out, they put out a couple of new videos since then that okay. are a little more good, good, good. <laughs> subtle, uh, but still. So that's where I'm at. I'm in the gathering phase currently. They, they make that great travel paint station that um, oh, yeah, they do. makes me wish I traveled more mm -hmm. for, with paints so I could purchase that. Wait, they do? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, pretty I, sweet. I, I'll send you a link. It's not cheap, but it is uh, kind of great. I guess it would also be good, you know, if, if you just if you were working on a long, like a big project and just wanted to have everything for that together in one place. Too. Yeah, or if you don't have a dedicated hobby place yeah yeah for sure i uh, but that's that's, that's is it like I'm the at. go bag evo probably all right so that was my question 
<laughs> how about you, JF? How about your hobbying? Well, hail, hail science, Amy. Um, <laughs> so I, my hobbying has been a lot of weird secret things. Mm -hmm. uh, what have I been doing? Mostly doubting myself. <laughs> uh, that's an important part of the process well, i mean let, let's face it i'm lucky enough to be in that part of the season where what i'm doing is really the best part of hobbying which is scheduling there's nothing <laughs> quite like staring right. down a calendar and trying to calculate how much time i have and how much time i need to get all the things i want to do done in See? time for hobby new year you gotta be like me. I have no concept of how long anything takes. And so I am always simultaneously on schedule and ridiculously not on schedule, but somehow ahead. So it's great. I just have no concept. It's perfect. Listen, we can't all be Schrodinger's hobbyists. Uh, <laughs> Amy's always set at the appropriate level for her adaptive anxiety, whatever. It, right. Whatever yeah, just straight panic 100% of the time. It's, yeah. it's great. I... I am less of a dead and alive cat and much more of just a straight out failure where <laughs> I know how much time the things I need to do take, but I also know I'm wrong about these things, <laughs> <laughs> which you'll say it boils down to the same thing, but no, it's no, different. The, it's the different. Diff yeah. The difference is in the details, um, but that's a thing. Like, I'm, I've realized that if I want to get everything I want done for the team tournament at Adepticon, which is the important thing I'm it told is the important thing. by our investors, <laughs> <laughs> um, that means yeah. I probably won't have time for the ambitious plans I had for my uh, Orc Beast Snagas for the friendly. This leaves me in what mm. we call a conundrum. Mm. So. I've been looking at different options, and the good news is they're still all orc related. <laughs> we have uh, this I mean, conversation, right? Because you and yeah. I don't necessarily do like heavily themed armies for the friendly. I mean, I have, no. but you don't necessarily. But the problem I, the I problem did and I splash... didn't get best themed, and I yeah, I'm I bitter about it. <laughs> So the problem and or great thing about it is that regardless of what theme they announce, our first instinct is going to say orcs because they will fit literally right. any theme you choose to put on them. Matt, give me great. two random words. Um, dune buggy. That's too easy. Too easy. Too know, easy. That's, that's too easy. You know, that came to my mind. trying? That came to my mind because of the recent vehicle, the vehicles they showed for Necromunda during the preview. Yeah. And I was like, oh, the man, new those, orc are, those are orc vehicles yeah. 100%. No, no, no. Yeah. Pick any film. Any film. Yeah. Police Academy. Oh, yeah. You can do orcs for that. that. That's pretty easy. Oh, yeah. Gone yeah. with the Wind? Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you, okay. can, you can do soda themed orcs. There's. Mm -hmm. Orcs are everything to everyone. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, no. But my my philosophy of friendly now is I try to just have an army, preferably new, because I have a problem, and have one model in the army fit the theme. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, anyways, so yeah, no, I, I've been mostly uh, goofing around with predictions. I've been doing a lot of science for the team tournament. Mm -hmm. um, our chief chemist, Amy, gave me a great idea about something, and I've been working hard on 
figuring out the logistics, but it's all <laughs> stuff I can't really talk about too much. Um, this year, though, I will probably show off a few more things than we usually do for the team tournament, just because yeah. I'm tired of keeping everything under wraps. For yeah, I'm like, what are no they going to yeah. like? I yeah, mean, what are you going to do? The, copy us? Well, yeah, because I mean, the thing is, the thing, the thing with the Titan, right, was that not knowing it was going to be there was a fairly like impactful part of it right right is to be like oh okay if that's a titan that's terrain yeah because part of the joke with the titan is hey look a titan isn't that crazy and then you realize it's sitting on a bunch of stained glass yeah right actual stained glass like the the idea was to have these levels of this is dumb no this This is is the dumbest thing i've ever seen just late like a an absolute Milfei sheet cake of <laughs> dumb. Yeah, like, it just never stops getting stupider as you as you look mm-hmm. at it. Mm-hmm. Um, this year we're not necessarily doing that, so no, it's a little cleverer. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna oversell it. I don't want to. It's uh, there, there's been learning curves involved. Let's just say. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I stepped way out of my wheelhouse. But uh, let, let's stop just, uh, you know, playing yeah, with the yeah. game. Uh, how about you, uh, Matt? What have you been up to? Uh, so I'm continuing to work on Legion's Imperialis. Heck yeah. Things. Um, you should, people out there should see some more videos coming up on the Warhammer Workshop um, YouTube pages or channel as soon as I finish editing them, which has been a learning experience in itself. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I mean, the models, you know, they go to the tanks are, are, you know, they're really the only multi-part things and they go together pretty well, but there are a surprising number of pieces in some of the bigger tanks. Hmm. Um, like for example, Yay. the Kratos assault <laughs> tanks, all f- the four exhausts off the back are all individual pieces, right? So. Ooh. But, but they're not bad. I mean, overall, there aren't tons of pieces and there's there's options. Um, so it's fun to actually, you know, put actually build the models because you have some different options that you can use. But yeah, that's mainly what I've been doing. Well, what a shock. And uh, <laughs> hopefully, you know, actually, we're, we get to see the uh, in a week's time, the events for Adepticon. Yes. Right. Yes, so we do. I'll have to oh. see if there's any. uh I was thinking about it because I was I know we just had a preview like not long ago, but I'm already itchy for another one. It'd be LVO, right? January. Mm, is that I our next so. I think they preview had, time? Is it the next one? Yeah, they might take a break for Christmas, right? And then I think they do. Although they might hmm, LVO's at the end of the month, so we'll yeah. see. They might squeeze like one of their little ones in between in there somewhere. But I I'm getting eager for previews now because I the last preview was neat, but it was nothing that really blew me away in general. Yeah. Like the Necromunda stuff was cool, but like for 40k, it's like, oh, here are some characters you already know from Necrons. We've here's a dude on stilts, which is neat and all that. But now that they've they've kind of said, hey, by the way, there's a codex. We're not telling you what it is coming up. At some mm. point, they will have to tell us what it is. And when they tell us, they'll probably have some little figs and some little things to go with it. And that's, it's exciting to know that there's a mystery coming up. I really hope it's something new and not just yeah. like surprise. You know, it's, what's interesting too is, um, do you remember at, I think it was DepsCon last year or around that time where they said, oh, Q4, we're going to announce a, a new army for Horus Heresy. That hasn't oh, yeah. happened yet. 
But I, I mm-hmm. imagine with, you know, with I imagine constant- with Legion Imperialis getting delayed that it maybe. And yeah, the, well, and just the overall constant production pushbacks. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm Tyranid models. There's a bunch of them that haven't been available in forever. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And a lot of the stuff is uh, a lot of things are sold out and, you know, not really coming back in stock quickly that are, are fairly new. Like you said, the Tyranid and Space Marine stuff. Um, and even stuff that, you know, is so popular, like the Sagittars for voting mm-hmm. that they can't even keep them in stock right they pop up and they're gone within a day well it's their fault for making a cool model <laughs> i just mean like there's, I mean, not, there's, there's so no few other options you know to fill the demands yeah currently. but i guess that's part of that is meta chasing too but mm-hmm. anyway yeah how it well i mean we'll talk about that when we take it meta but i mean do you want to talk about watch. that now yeah let's yeah. Let's, let's like because i don't want to necessarily go too deep about the uh the meta watch stuff but the thing yeah. is like i don't understand how people are still meta chasing it's mm. and yeah part of the reason i'm asking is like if you look at the meta watch their games workshop is getting clearly improving at this whole making things sort of balanced yeah. Like you've only got two armies that are in the red zones, one of them by only one percental point. Yeah. And the armies that won the championship, like first and second place, aren't even like the the top army. Like the top army, like the one that's actually exceeding the uh, the, the acceptable acceptable parameters is Eldari, and Eldari didn't win first or second place. Yeah. Right. Part of what's interesting, you know, I got to think about about the World Championship too. Is right, these are players who obviously play a lot. They know what the meta is, so they're going to probably look for things that could beat whatever the meta army is and bring that. Um, well, but I, even I that- like, I like to think of like the the. I have two sort of factory models for um, for championship high level players, and there are definitely those that are meta chasers that yeah. win local tournaments enough to go to these things and then i like to think of like the super geniuses that they don't just look at okay so this is the meta and i need something that beats the meta but i also need something that beats what i think others are going to bring to beat the meta right right Right. because i'm going against other top players that are going to want to beat the meta so i need to beat them there's also weird yeah there's also the kind of people like i there was a guy at my store jerry who had this kind of brain who saw interactions with things he was also a magic player and he was really good at that aspect of it and he could build like like perfectly rule friendly but broken lists because you wouldn't think that things could interact a way that they do and you go this is the dumbest thing ever and then you just get steamrolled by it Uh, which is a good time and i mean the other part of it too right is like it is at some point if you are a good player which i am not um so sometimes like there's there's things to be said for just sticking like you can change out units you know what i mean and things like that but there is there is saying something for people who can actually stick with one or two armies and know how they work I have yes. never sat down and played an army that I knew how it worked. And, you know, <laughs> I by think... the end of the tournament, I've got a basic handle on it. <laughs> and then I never touch them again. It's not I think my 
my you know local stores is like a lot of local stores where you know the somebody wins a tournament with some army and then the next tournament at the store there's a couple of people that bring that army right and then there are some people that know how to play it some that don't um and then at my store if those people lose a couple rounds they just quit anyway they take off yeah um, yeah, and it, but if you, it's interesting. But if you sure. if you look like at the at the the metal watch thing, like so the the first place is Chaos Space Marine, which is fourth in line as as some of the top armies. So that yeah. kind of makes sense. Yeah. But then you've got the the second place, which are Space Marines, which are very much middle-ish of the pack. Yeah. And they're Space Marines, so it's not like people have not played Space Marines. Yeah. And yet right. that guy, that, that, com that competitor brought a space Marine list, something that everybody's fought a million freaking times. That is not a top meta at faction and still managed to eck out a second place. Yeah. So there's definitely something to be said about how you play the game and secret, secret. How lucky you are with the dice. Yeah. <laughs> so oh yeah. I think every, you can <laughs> be the sure. best player in the world, but if your dice decide to abandon you, you're in trouble. Yeah. I mean, I had a friend who I, I, it's I gambling can't play with games with steps. Yeah. yeah, I can't play games with them anymore. Because while you and I, like, I feel like most people, right? If you roll just straight trash, you go, ah, well, it was the dice were not with me today. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it is what it is. Um, no, this this guy, if his strategy was incorrect, that was okay, because he could fix that. If the dice were against him, he got real mad. And so we don't play games anymore. Man, I got a, you know, <laughs> fairly recently at my store, uh, somebody crushed a model in their hand. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Name, I won't say names. I'm not even, but yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting. I hadn't seen that in a long time. That is So it's not a chaos space marine, I can tell you that because. Yeah, no, yeah. It, well, <laughs> that would hurt. <laughs> It's not Chaos Space Marines. It's not Dracari. No, <laughs> it's de no. definitely not any of those spiky boys. No, <laughs> uh, it, it was a Blood Bowl mini. Uh, oh, oh, see, see, see. Which is weird because you just—I you, mean, I when I play that game, I know like I'm gonna get screwed. Like, yeah, it's Blood Bowl. Nobody plays that seriously. If right? we say the name of the game again, someone's gonna show up and offer to teach us how to play. <laughs> Until yeah, yeah, yeah third that. edition was or... yeah. yeah oh no no yeah, it's like, <laughs> don't oh, it again like, yeah and they're gonna tell us about how oh Games Workshop really messed up the game by putting out new miniatures because they killed the third party market when like ten years ago all they could say is just Games Workshop is forcing us to buy third party models by not putting out new models they are bringing back coaches and cheerleaders though <laughs> I saw that that's kind of exciting that's cool are cheerleaders yeah. coming back yeah it's <laughs> uh, a good uh, model. Yes. <laughs> I want a pyramid of grot cheerleaders. Yes. See? Or nerglings. Oh, uh, can we? Oh, you the know, stack you of could, nerglings, you but with take, the little cheer skirts. You could take, I mean, the yeah. nerglings are in very enough poses with their arms up now, but you just yeah. have to sculpt some little pom poms. And that's I not hard. No. Some little skirts. Anyways, just to close uh, this topic. <laughs> uh i don't know like i have a feeling that at this rate like in a year or two if games workshop can keep this going and yeah. eventually get all the armies within sort of the the, the that 10 percent range that they have for uh for what works i mean because the other thing you have to look at too right is like yes the eldari had a 57 percent win rate but who are they playing 
that's you know the thing. I mean? like, that's, that's also when, right. let's yeah. also look at a draw. Like, yeah. did all the Eldar get their 57 because they were beating the hell out of Drakaris that got 44? Right, exactly. But I think, like, if, if at some point it'll get ridiculous to chase a meta because the meta is like being measured in, in tiny little percentile points, mm -hmm. and you're better off just getting one army, getting a good variety of, 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 of models in that army, knowing how to play it inside and out. And just learning the game and yeah. i am i'm really eager for 40k to be one um because you know the game not because <laughs> you you went to reddit to get a meta list or something yeah i'm not even sure that's what people still do no anyway. i i think we're i think we're kind of there yeah which is good i it's, mean because most armies there's just so many options like there's no one like especially well, now with the way the army building works yeah is there's just infinite choice did, did you guys think, watch any of the the games being uh from the championship being put on twitch i did not get a chance to watch no me neither oddly fun i was not expecting much but it was okay it was kind of interesting good um one thing that did pop out to me is was necron players uh, there there seem to be a few, and they seem to all be doing very well. And yet, I don't see, I don't see Necrons in the top two here. And, uh, and this, this is it. Ne Necron only got a forty eight. So, anyways, it's I, I I think I think you're right, Amy. I think we're we're there. Yeah. And uh, speaking of the World Championships, they're also running a narrative event at the same time, which was pretty cool. Um, they did kind of live vlog a little a little story as it happened, and you can find that in the Warhammer community website. Um, but I thought that was a pretty neat, you know, little event that they did. Um, I'm all for narrative stuff, so yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. And and the blog is written fairly well. You know, it actually they do write it out like it is a story. So um, if you have a chance, go check that out. Um, and we also got a preview during the World Championships. So really, you know, we. As we kind of said, right, we saw a lot of things we already saw already, like some characters for Necrons and stuff, but uh, some some spicy new classic Space Marines are coming, though. Chaos Space uh, Marines. Mm -hmm. It's a very cool looking Night Lords. I'm pretty excited about this. I was not expecting this, and I did lose my mind a little bit. I mean, yeah. you, you and Night Lords, so. Mm hmm but the best thing is that they are built off of the standard chaos space marine yes kit so they're they're basically doing the the same treatment they've been doing to loyalists um mm -hmm. units where because like, i i a while back like i i've mentioned it before i painted a combat patrol of dark angels and a, none of these are dark angel models they just come right. this is the, the kit comes with two dark angel conversion sprues with a bunch of options and that's the same thing they're doing it's i mean they did it with the noise marines they you know did, i mean oh yeah way back way back it, but they, they, they could they, do they, that again that'd be all right i'd be fine with that but that's the thing like <laughs> you, you have it you have it you've had it for imperial fist you've had it for dark angels for blood angels they did have it for, for, sure. for space wolf of course so i mean in a way it's about time they start doing it for yeah. chaos space marines but then again like the big name for chaos space marines are what like three of them have their own codexes and units anyways right so night lords let's get some iron hands i suppose mm -hmm. 
What else is there? I don't even know anymore. Because noise Let's marines, go. I would rather they get the they get the armed codex, their codex mm. for sure. Yeah, I'm sure we'll see that. Especially, you know, at, during the preview, they showed off some some Deathwing stuff, some Deathwing knights, and those are exactly like you said, right? It's the Terminator yeah. kit with some extra pieces. So, like we don't have to reinvent sprue. the wheel. We can just. I'm telling you, upgrade sprues, sprues of little buddies. We'll just we'll buy all of it, <laughs> and it's so little plastic, and we'll just buy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was that was the the two big things for 40k, as well as as we said, some uh, the Enforcer Taros, which uh, is clearly. I mean, when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's an orc vehicle. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's great because it's two things. The the Taros isn't a new vehicle. No, it's a vehicle that used to be available from Forge World in two different comic configurations that are not the Enforcer one, but I mean, conversions, right? Yeah. So seeing it kind of pop back up for Necromunda is both cool because you get something for Necromunda and you get the option of going back to doing the Tauros for, um, for, for, from Forge World. Which is cool because it used to also be the vehicle that was picked up by one of those Vulture variants that are also no longer available. Mm. But for people who had that but didn't have a Tauros, now they can get one. Like it's like it it it, it fills in a little few holes, and it's also a cool orc vehicle. So yeah, I like that. That um, and you could fit it into really. I mean, if you wanted to use it for. You know imperial guard or or whatever you know you could use it to proxy the um some of the vehicles there too so it's it's a pretty versatile kit and it's it's a neat looking kit too yeah um so i'm excited to see what people do with that and of course another another incredible uh in my opinion anyway age of sigmar model with the the summer king oh, oh yeah Stop. yeah i'm so with glad that. we're 40k radio because i <laughs> i know <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, no, for, for the flesh eater courts, which uh, is actually, I think that that army new army drops this week or, or maybe it's next I think week. So. But, yeah, I, I think it's on pre-order this coming Saturday. Like, well, when this comes out. Oh, yeah, I think so. I could be um, wrong, but that's it's... another another fantastic looking character model. Yep. You know, and in, in this series, they've been doing the Dawnbringers. Pretty much all the character models have been oh, pretty yeah. fantastic, which is great. Oh, and then they finally came out the Assault Marines they promised for, or previewed the Assault Marines they promised for Horus Heresy. Yes. I, I'm amused that they're all walking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially since Games Workshop in the past few years have been going really out of their way to eliminate flying stems, have everyone yeah. leaping off tactical rocks and having like parts of their bodies attached to a piece of scenery to give the impression that they're flying. None of that for these good these dudes. No. These well, dudes I mean, are yeah. just no. <laughs> Look at the jump pack intercessors they just did, right? They're all dynamically leaping off something or landing on something. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and these guys um, are just yeah, like you said, they're just like no, we're, we're not, we're not ready to activate them yet. It's so. Here's my question: As someone who who doesn't do enough Dark Age, is it, does that mean is it just a, like an extra sprue tossed into a normal, um, you know, tactical squad box? Um, I'm sure because I don't think the regular squad box comes with chain swords and pistols for everybody. 
Yeah. So yeah, it well, might maybe just that's be... part of this brew with the uh, with the jump packs too. I don't know. And the torsos are different as well. Well, actually, yeah, right, the torsos are completely different. So you'd be replacing half the kit at that point. So it might just be its own thing. Could be, I guess. It's just, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be the, the tactical legs with with different. And, but think about think about all the other horse heresy models, though. Yeah, they're not the same. Like they are very right. static looking for the most part. That's true. They don't have the same. They're vibe. not like the forty k. Yeah, and in yeah. horse heresy is one of those games where, like, if you're gonna get assault marines, you're gonna get okay. I'm gonna have a squad of thirty of these guys, mm-hmm. right? So, um, yeah. I think in that game, you're. It's not like forty k where I've got my five marines, so they all need to look dynamic and cool right. in my squad. Right. I suppose. But, <laughs> and even more. <laughs> An even more important reveal, the the nemesis of the uh, of the Red Gobble this year. So the Red Gobble has a nemesis, first of all, wild. Second, it's another Grot, also wild. Um, third, it was not released at the same time, so no. that I will have to pay shipping again. Ugh. And that is not cool. I don't want to have to pay shipping twice, man. Couldn't have released them at the same time, so I could just buy them together? Okay, so mm, here's where this gets a little complex. <laughs> uh-huh. I got me some theories. Okay. So so we've got the Red Gobo, and yeah. then we've got this new model. But this new yes. model isn't the Red Gobo's nemesis. It's kind of like his crew. Like, it, it's it's a gang, right? Um. There's not, well, there's not a, a name. They're kind of like the, the, well, they're, they're the Grotmus Gits, which are kind of like the, um, oh, I can't think of it. It's from one of the Scandinavian countries and I can't like the Yule lads. That's what it mm-hmm. is. Um, I mean, it does say, it does say that, um, it is his, so it, it like the thing, the article says, like whatever his true identity the thief is accompanied by a gang of impish snotlings frolicking in a decidedly festive manner um so like this dude is a bad guy but we don't know we i guess just he's a bad guy that doesn't mean he's a bad he's a bad guy they're all bad guys but they're good bad guys or bad good guys Mm -hmm. so my thing is are like I, I'm 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 kind of hoping that this is just a lead up until we get our um our goblin or gobo or Gretchen Krampus. Oh. I feel like these guys these guys have because like there's no names to any of them. They're just they're just the gits mess lads or whatever. I feel they have a very henchman vibe to them. All and right. if they're henching for someone, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing so a, a Krampus. I like oh. it. I like it. So good. Because yeah. it's easy to take the Krampus myth and twist it to Gobo. Oh, for um, super oh, easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the visuals would be mwah, amazing. Yeah, it would. Yeah. All right. I like that theory. I want the uh, Krampus to be a troll. I do too. 
quite um, frankly. I don't think there's trolls in 40k. You don't know um, that. There's everything in 40k. A, I want him to be a killer can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Dual kit, killer can, or troll. All right, all right. Um, special mention to whoever did the paint job on that model because it's very oof, good. The yeah. details. There's a Dominion box, and there's like there's two boxes yeah. in the mouth that are a little too detailed. My taste. This is I mean, even just the 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 Space Marine and the um Stormcast models and the tiny paint like the tiny yeah, bottle it. of Ultramarine Blue or McCrag Blue, whatever. And the best part about these is that that paint pot can be whatever color you want it to be. Oh, it can, it can be, your, but can then be that, whatever that, your favorite color is. That little snarling that's coming out of the bag has a hobby knife. Like yeah. very specifically yeah. a hobby knife. Yes. It's so good. This is the dumbest model. I'm so excited. And they have rules. Mm -hmm. yes. I am very angry that all the rules for <laughs> Red Gobo and for that dude are um they require grots in your army and yeah. i don't have painted grots anymore because i would I have crushed your ho i crushed your hopes of an all grot army yeah i felt I bad did. about it it's it's fine yeah macari is no longer an independent you can't just get a macari anymore well the bigger problem was getting enough points in yeah uh, well i mean i can, I can i can play like a smaller list of grots it's yeah. fine Anyways, so yeah, no, it's cool. Models go. <laughs> I love it. I just, I'm just mad that now I'm because it goes on pre-order this weekend. And there, there is I one just... thing that this model does though for the lore that I don't think it's talked enough about enough. But once we've talked about, it, we'll have talked about it too much. Okay. Um, <laughs> it it inserts definitely the presence of reindeers in the lore, and not just in like the little horns. It doesn't just have the um. Oh, it does have little ears because it has little ears and i oh, feel that at this point ears. once you add the ears that's a reindeer it's uh mm -hmm. that's so really reindeers cute. are canon <laughs> i don't know how that affects anyone's armies but <laughs> <laughs> well, i'm starting over <laughs> all right everything goes to the trash where reindeer over. army's coming all right <laughs> i like it Hepticon gonna be lit it's probably probably some like uh sylvan at the unit they stole them from yeah problem i guess love it although a bunch of grots riding reindeer would be interesting but that's next anyway. year's model for sure this is the thing right i love this i just don't like i'm worried that in 15 years i'm going to be ordering my 30 christmas models being like well let's go Right. I'm just, I just have my whole Warhammer Nativity set just, just oh, like out. It'll oh be boy! Great. So okay, I think I think there's <laughs> some. You've you've opened the door, so let's do <laughs> it. Who's 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 baby I'm, Jesus? I'm oh, it's clear about... the old snarling model giving the finger or the yeah. one showing its part. Very good. Yeah. Perfect. Got it. Let's move yeah. on now. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we got, like we said, Games Workshop was kind enough to provide us with a couple uh, copies of the new codices, the 
Adeptus Mechanicus and the Necron Hail Codex. Science! <laughs> so let's talk about Adeptus Mechanicus first because we're hailing science. Hail yes. Science. Um, yeah, it's good Codex. Jam approved. <laughs> so, um, so, okay, before the show, Matt was. Matt said something that will sound like a heresy for some of you. He said that the previous Codex release of Space Marine was boring. Uh, he's not wrong, but what do you expect <laughs> from Space Marines? They're, hmm. It's it's the, the blessing and the curse of being the uh, the poster boys for the game is that everybody knows the Space Marines and the Space Marines know everyone. And there's so little left to say about the Space Marines that are is going to be like, it's going to feel new and exciting. Yeah. But that being said, the Adeptus Mechanicus Codex does feel a lot more fun and in line with what we saw from the Tyranid Codex. And that's got me, um, it's got me excited because I own that army. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, lots of um, great detachments. I think the one that caught my eye the most was the, the robot detachment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes your makes your robots affected by your um, doctrine imperialis rules. I believe that's what they call them. But um, I don't yes. have any mechanical stuff. But that that would be the army I would play is is the all robots. There's a lot of armies I would play. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get one of the bad things out of the way right now. There is yeah. only five detachments, and that to me was very disappointing because it's not like the adeptus mechanicus are lacking in variety of models that you could create um that you could create detachments around sure there's there, there's an argument to be made that there should have been uh like a, an all mechanized the detachment list something mm -hmm. like something for vehicles and there's really kind of not yeah the closest thing is i think the explorator manipole but I don't know. Still not exactly what I would call vehicle. Like it's 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 not where I want to put everything in transports and just we right. vehicle them around. Like so, that was a bit of a disappointment because especially after the space range was at seven, I thought okay we're going to go back to six, but we went back to five, and that's that's unfortunate. But like you said, the detachments were pretty cool. Um, we're seeing, I think this is the first time that the index detachment changed though. Yes. Yeah. So the, the rad environment did change, uh, and not in a way that your opponents are going to like. <laughs> no, it's not like, it's not a bad change. It's not a big change. I think most of like, I, I think of the, uh, the stratagem, one of them changed and the rest are the same, but the basic rules are a little bit different. Now, I mean, we're not going to go through all of the rules, by the way, just because we've got two codexes to talk about. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and there they they did give you uh, did give that detachment. I believe it's a new artifact where, right, the effect from turn two armor is just your enemy's deployment zone, but you can extend that to six inches outside their deployment zone with the artifact, the rad bombardment. Yeah. So so a little little more deadly, um, but you know it, it's still it's still a rule every turn to see for every unit to see if they get affected. So listen, it's, it's not a once per game, uh, battle shock test. No. And, so and already you know, pretty good. 
And really, you know, this edition is is a much more mobile. It's you kind of do need if you're playing objectives, right, to get out of your deployment zone anyway. So right, um, right but you don't want to like any of those those armies that have units that just are going to just sit back and yeah shoot. You don't risk like it. now. No. I mean, and, really, the the army that the that is the worst for is another mechanicus army, right? Because of their, right, yeah. Uh, their doctrine imperatives where because they have the one where they want where they get bonuses if they stay in the deployment zone so yeah right and it's it's not just that it's because you gotta look at it through the, the dynamics of the game right now we're yeah. being very encouraged to use the, uh, the sort of card system for missions and that means secondary objectives so if you're playing the game and your entire deployment zone is dangerous for you to be in whenever you're picking secondary objectives, you have to be conscious about, well, do I keep the one that's sending me back to my deployment zone? Or do I just spend a CP and cycle it? Do I just abandon it? Like it, it has like a, a larger scope of effect on how you're going to be playing the game. I feel that this is one of the really dangerous ones. It's, it's of, of all the, uh, the detachment special rules. This is a big one. Yeah. And I, you know, I think if that, you know, since the meta is pretty reactive. If that becomes popular, you're going to see a lot more faster units, right? Mm -hmm. Things are going to zip around and get out of the deployment zone and um, play that way. But I think that's good, right? It, it's, uh, I, I don't think it's too bad. I think it's perfectly fine. It's a little, like we said, it's a little, little worse than it was before for, for again, for your opponent. But, um, you know, it's one of those things you have to learn how to deal with. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, as as you've seen, the the um, codex does only have one new unit in it, which mm, I think some people were disappointed one, by. I will counter you on that. The codex has is got one new model, but it has another new unit. Oh, and this is one that got me super excited because I like dumb lists. What, so, what's the new unit besides so, the still guy? Besides the stilt guy, the new unit is before you used to have um, from the same kit, you could make Iron Striders Ballastery mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and you could make Sidonian Dragoons. The Sidonian Dragoons could be equipped with either Taser Lances or Radium Gisales. However, they've split the Sidonian Dragoons into two separate data sheets. Oh. Now you're thinking, oh, Jeff, who gives a damn? I give a damn because <laughs> that means that instead of having three units of Sidonian Dragoons, I can have three units of Sidonian Dragoons with Taser Lances and three units of Sidonian Dragoons with Radium Gisales for a total <laughs> of 18 expensive models on chicken legs. And that is fun to me. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that would look, look very cool. Yeah, especially oh, yeah, if you add sure. another three units of Iron Strider Ballisteries, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of chicken legs. It's that is so many chickens. And then just one stilt guy just, just chilling. Yeah, the stilt guy, by the way, cannot be your warlord. So um, unfortunately, yeah, I, know, I, know. I, I, I would need something else. Just make a um, really tall tech priest. Just put a tech priest, cut the stilts off one of those guys. Put a tech priest, <laughs> tech priest sure. stilts. <laughs> So the, 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 one of the things that you notice, like going down the, the, the data sheets, there's a, there's a lot of 
the, a lot of models, the, the, the rules have been adjusted. One yeah. thing that you see coming up a lot is the broad, broad spectrum data setter. So each time you, you hit a unit with, uh, with one of those equipped on a, you roll a D six on a five plus you gain a CP. Obviously that can only happen once a turn, which is great. But at the same time, that means pretty much almost any time you use a, uh, a stratagem, you roll that dice because so many units have that rule. Yeah. And I think that's going to be also kind of important to the, the, the dynamics of this army. They're going to be a very CP rich army. Yeah. Yeah. I think they, that's a great rule that they put in place for them. I wonder what they're compensating for. <laughs> like, what What's the weakness that they needed for this army to have a lot of CPs on hand? Hmm. And I think, I, um, I think what, you know, your basic Skachai Rangers, they now have, uh, objective secured, right? So when, once yes. you take an objective, it stays yours, which is a, a great rule as well, which we don't see too many units having currently. Which is fun because now the Onager Dune Crawler, which is, um, by easily the most fun model to paint and build. I've made four of these things. And the fourth one was just for kicks. Um, <laughs> literally just, this is a fun model to make, but it has a special, like they, they've added a rule now that the, it got the, the force field that it, it, it emanates any unit of battle line within six inch of the, the dune crawler has a four plus invulnerable save. So you can have, uh, you can have your unit of what were, your, what were they, vanguards, walking around a dune crawler from objective to objective controlling them and that's mm. fun oh very cool i mean it's not the strongest thing in close combat a dune crawler is yeah <laughs> not a, yeah, yeah. not a good pugilist so to speak but it's there i mean it's fun equip it with some of the shorter range weapons that it has and I think, you know, that's something we're seeing now is because, um, you know, the the Trinity Codex and the Space Room Codex, there were very few data sheet tweaks from a release to the Codex. But those were the very first ones. They were, I mean, let's be honest, they were ready to go when we had 10th edition boxes in our hands. Right. right. These ones now that we're coming out later, we're seeing a lot more tweaks to the data sheets because um, they had, a, you know, a little bit of lead time, a little more play testing or, or information for these armies. So hopefully we'll see that trend going forward as, as new codexes come out is, is the continuation of the, you know, the data sheet tweaks to, to bring the armies more in line and to give them some new abilities. Yeah. Um, there's obviously there's a, a fairly rich uh, crusade section. Uh, again, we're looking for, for archaeotech technologies. There's a, a lot of dice rolling involved. It's uh I, I feel it's very much in line with what ninth edition I had for crusade, which is fine because they had some of the more interesting and robust, robust crusade rules. Mm -hmm. That being said, um, Necrons and Adeptus Mechanicus are going to be heavily involved in the next crusade book. So yeah. Yeah. Probably yeah, a couple they they extra so things there too. What you going to say, I'm excited to see the return of the crusade books. Hopefully I they, space them out a little more and um don't yeah. abandon them like they did in last edition i'm 
my my hope i would want them to abandon codexes in favor of crusade books mm -hmm. yeah for sure there's just more to be there's more to be enjoyed in a crusade book than there is in a codex like co the codex is just the it's, it's defense keeping you from playing games the code the the, the, the crusade or how you make those games more fun yeah i mean our, my source had a year-long crusade going um that's about to end and they're already ready to start up one next year that's awesome yeah which is awesome and of course the the one we'll say um downside to having you know codexes they go to the printer months in advance is the as you would expect the points values are not correct in the codex um for everything um <sighs> But again, mm -hmm. we've got the QR code saying, go here for the most up-to-date points, which is and a it's, good thing, but also at the same time, frustrating. It's it's a good thing that they update the points, which means they're staying on top of balance. And we that's mm -hmm. what we see through the meta watch, and that's great. It's a bad thing because, again, the value of a codex just keeps diminishing. There is so little in a codex that is worth the money spent now. And I, listen, I am a fanboy. I have defended Games Workshop on so many things <laughs> in the past, but I'm disenchanted with, like they need to do something with codexes to make them more worthwhile because we've seen that they can do all of these data sheets directly on the web because they've done it with the index. Yeah. We know that all the rules for the game can be available online because they did it with the core rules. We know that the point values in the codex don't need to be locked within the codex because they're getting updated almost on release for the book. There's so little left in that book that is necessary to be there to play. I mean, especially if you if you one have right have a Warhammer subscription, Warhammer Plus subscription, yeah. right? Um, and you and you buy the data card pack because, I mean, I have a magic marker where I can change a number here and there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and mostly and, most of the adjustments they do is with the points, right? That's really where they're where they're making their adjustments. Um, there's the occasional rule, rule tweak, but not many. Like it's just give us they, like if keep keep the codexes on the market if you need to, but give make sure that the rules are available. It, there's no there's no longer any point in keeping the rules behind a a, a book. Yeah, I think I mean even in the data card pack, right? You get the detachment stratagems um i think the special i haven't looked but i i don't remember from when i my turn is but i have the special rules for the detachment on those cards too or is that the only thing that's really missing or or give us the options like with warhammer plus give us warhammer plus plus where yeah for an extra three dollars a month we get the rules so we don't have to get codexes yeah but even that i think deceit defeats the purpose like i like I'm, 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 I'll, I'll stop complaining after this, but access to the rules increases the distance between the players and the game he's, games he can play. And a player that can't play games or is slow down playing games is less likely to buy models. Yeah, it's um, the cards know, do have the army special rule. Just oh yeah, so if you get the cards, there. then really there is no need need for the book. Um, well, I mean, you get the fluff and you get the yes. Well, rules, I should, but... yeah, but I mean, as far as a gameplay perspective goes, right? You could buy yeah. the data cards, have a Warhammer Plus subscription because you so you have all your points, 
um, oh, but you need the code and the codex yeah. to do that. Right. That's, That's the thing. You. Like they're, they're all artificial, artificial hurdles yes. that keep yeah. you from getting a game on the table. Right. And we've talked about that before, right? Because yeah. like the army builder has sold JF more models than anything oh, sure. else. So, you many. Know? <laughs> um, and without being able to do that, it's not great. Yeah. And, I mean, um, right. Right now, one of all the, the things that are making me look at buying more models is the fact that I currently have access to all the armies that are indexed on the app. Yep. Keep that going, I, and you've got a salesman in my pocket. I mean, I, but I, you know, I was just thinking about it, and let's be honest, right. Every time they do a points update, they don't just tell you what points they update, they give you the points for everything. So, yeah. Having the points through the Iron Builder is also something that isn't necessary. I mean, the Iron Builder is convenient. But you could buy data cards and download the point sheet and be able to build your army. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're still great. You know, there's tons of pages oh, of, of fluff and art Absolutely in these books. Um, well, that's, that's why I think like they would see they would they would lose some sales, but I don't think they would lose enough sales to invalidate the existence of codexes no. as just art pieces. I mean, people and, and, pay twice the price of a codex and sell out on collector's editions. There's yeah. a reason for that. It's not the yeah. rules. And no, it's it's for reselling on eBay. Um, <laughs> well, someone buys them on eBay. I though. know. Like, yes. Someone I know. ends up buying ends it up and with keeping it. In the end, it. For sure. Yeah. They, um, they don't just go back and forth on eBay for years. Like, no, they're Upping the price, trying to up the price every time. Um, but yeah, I you know, in, I think. I would like those other options. I don't think they'll ever go away just because, you know, codexes have been, I mean, we're on 10th edition. They were around kind of in Rogue Trader, but definitely in second edition, right? So when they switched to codexes, it's just such a long established thing for them. But I, what, I mean, like I said before, it would be great if they were available, the rules were available some other way. Um, I do like the name generator also at the end of uh, the Mechanicus book, just because uh -huh. there's a lot of numbers in there, like not really things you pronounce. <laughs> You know what I mean? So good. Um, it's two D66 tables, first name, last name, or alphabet element and beta element. And, you know, it's like dash five, one, one. Um, so good. Stuff like that, but very cool. Um, then we also have the Necron Codex, which also does have a name generator. Uh, a lot of the mighty and the beheaded and the executioner and stuff like that. But anyway, <laughs> this one also only has five detachments. I know. It's, right. I'm going to ask this because I ask every week. Have you guys seen the animation no, on Pyronexus? I'm not. I'm not Plus? finished it. I have not okay. finished it. Okay, but you've started at least. Yes. Yeah. So just just some cool Necron stuff in there. Like if you're a Necron player, if you haven't watched that, oh, you're missing out. All right, go on. <laughs> Yes, if you want to see just how uh, annoyed a death mark can be, watch that. <laughs> so exasperated. <laughs> exasperated robot noises. <laughs> but yeah, so we do we do just get five detachments. Um, they tweaked reanimation protocol a little bit to make it a little less powerful than it was, but it's still there. You still have that as your army rule. It's still um, powerful. Yes, it's still powerful, just a little, little less than before. Thank um, God. This is a nightmare. <laughs> um, and you do have your, 
your detachment that was in the index, but you do get only four more new detachments, which is uh, again a little disappointing. Um, that we don't don't see you know six or you know I was excited when Space Dreams got because they had seven. I, th- I was wondering if any other codexes are going to get seven, but um, yeah, Codex Space Marines. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know they different detachments just like all the other ones in the Mechanicus book focus on a specific kind of unit, giving them a special bonus. So destroyers, inflated ones, uh, your um, Canoptex stuff, and um, the the Lynch the Lynch Guard and, and Overlord models. So uh, you know, again, you can and just like the Space Marine Codex or the Tyranid Codex, it, it's not making you exclusively play those models. It just gives those models a little bonus and also um, gives you some stratagems that you know sort of help those models overall. Necrons did get. Uh, a few new models, uh, three total, a few characters in there. Um, and of course, just like the Mechanicus Codex, data sheet tweaks as well. I'm not as dedicated of a Necron player as I am, like, because I don't, I don't own a Necron army, so I don't play them the, ever compared to, say, Adeptus Mechanicus. Did you notice anything that really jumped out such that the same way like the Sidonian Dragoons do, or...? Are these just all small tweaks? I didn't do a, com- a comparison because just just like you, I'm a, I'm not a a Necron player. Um, but it seemed so like thing I noticed. Of, but don't, uh, sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say there's a lot of of small tweaks in there, right? Just like the Mechanicus Codex, you know, a little addition here or there, um, but nothing nothing that I that from what I knew of Necrons jumped out at me and was like, oh, look at that. So remind me on so locust destroyers. Could you add a heavy destroyer to a unit of normal destroyers in the index? I think you I think you could. I'm I'm honestly not sure. I'ma check that real quick. Huh. That, yeah, that's an that was an older Necron thing where you could add him add them in, but they may have changed that for the index. Um no okay because <laughs> that's the thing like i was like i had in my mind the way uh necron destroyers worked in the older codexes where you could upgrade one destroyer to a heavy destroyer but yeah now, now they're they're both separate and i thought that was new in this codex but it's the same in the index so yeah it's never you mind yeah, in general, I haven't seen anything in the rules. That that was the only thing I thought that I noticed them changing. Everything else must be fairly small tweaks because mm. no, nothing really jumped out at me. But again, I don't know Necrons enough. Yeah, I'm not I'm not close enough to to them to know if there's any significant changes. But um, I mean, I want I, to get to know them better. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like Take to get to know dinner, them. maybe a movie. Yeah, the movie's going to be Terminator 2. It but, is absolutely know. going to be Terminator <laughs> uh, If only they made one of the Terminators win, that's the one they'd like. <laughs> that is the one they would like. Yeah. Or they would just go, no, see, they did it wrong. I No, yeah. see, that was his mistake right there. <sighs> um, Amy, you have a Necron army, correct? I have Sprues for a Necron army. Oh, 
they're not. <laughs> I mean, I think everybody I has screws, right? Because aspirations. In the... <laughs> Wait, didn't I paint like a whole ninth edition box and send it to you? Yeah, yeah, that's for a whole <laughs> thing that we haven't gotten around to yet. Yeah, what, it's a whole what happened to those guys? I have they're 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 in the hobby space. They're there. Hi. Don't worry about it. They're safe. We'll get keep... we'll get back to that. <laughs> thing Project. at some point <laughs> you know i guess you know they, they do have they do have some some kind of big changes the um now I'm looking through them and, and trying to because my brother plays that i'm trying to remember like what things were a, a pain in the ass right so the connect the reanimator model um mm. used to provide an extra d3 reanimation within 12 inches to any unit that was uh reanimating but now it's only three inches so that's uh because that thing, you know, that used to just stand behind a ruin out of line of sight and be like, oh, here's my 12 inch bubble of extra D3. So I think that's a that's a big change, um, probably to how the army is is being played right now. Right. Um, but you know, and again, the some awesome crusade rules, yeah. of course, I like all their charts. They've got a lot of flow charts for filling in. It's very good. <laughs> It reminds me of old, uh, the old Rogue Trader um, robot programming that you had to do when I back when mm. I dealt in Rogue Trader. My friend had a couple of the robot models, and you have to do a little program for them. But um, yeah, it's it's great. You know, again, feels very Necroni, I guess you would say. So Necron, um, right? You're you're a tomb world that's reawakened, and you got to go go out and, and kill stuff, and then. But yeah, the command system that they have is pretty neat. And I like how every army is getting its own very themed more so than Ninth Crusade rules. Like, yes. you know, I keep, I think we keep saying it, but they're really knocking these out of the park. Yeah, the, the, the focus on narrative has been very, very good, this, this edition, which is why I feel like Crusade books are like, that's the direction, right? It's gotta be. It's Please. gotta be. Just don't, just don't do one like every month like you were doing before. And then never that was, again. That was hard. Um, I mean, they, they look like they're doing like one per quarter right now. Yeah, which, which I is, think great, is a good right, rhythm. Right. Yep, it's a good pace. Just sort of how they how they switch kill team and you know yes. things like that to once once per quarter, or are doing them once per quarter instead of the very rapid release they had in the past, especially for. You know, games like uh, Underworlds, where it was like every t three weeks there was a new Warband. So much. Um, but yes, yeah, so, so so two great codexes coming your way. Like we said, just a couple new characters for Necrons. Uh, one new character for the Mechanicus. So not too many new models, definitely not as much as we saw for Space Marines or Tyranids. But these are both ranges that have had new models yeah. or models updated fairly recently in the you know the grand scheme of things right the the only disappointment is for the necrons that they haven't done anything to replace the uh well the destroyers could use a refresh but also the uh, the shards of the nightbreaker and shard of mm. the deceiver are still uh resin models and that's that's yeah, disappointing was... especially when you've got like the, the the void dragon just staring you down so good i was hoping to see some some updates for especially those those two models and uh it could still happen. Yeah, yeah, like no, it's, it's just, you know, they're not they're not an on release thing, right? 
but who right. knows mm-hmm. who knows what they'll do further down the road it'll happen yeah i, I mean at some point right every, every model has gets redone it eventually um how long is is the question mm-hmm. let's refer well, to some some of the could other be months been around could be years yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say you know that some of the the necron models of uh the eldar models like the falcon and stuff those are but anyway um as part of the preview we did get a little little further out on our codex roadmap so we've seen dark angels that's we know that's going to be next and followed hot on the heels by orcs which is very exciting yeah so good and then custodes tau and chaos space marines um i think there's a lot of potential with the chaos space marines and Uh also you know we, we always every time they talk about tau we talk about different auxiliary units and stuff, but, um, maybe they'll... I have high hopes for this Tau Codex. Maybe for they'll move the, reasons. Uh, high hopes. Don't. I, I want, want it to, to be good. That's what I'm saying. I... I want it to be good. I'm putting it out I... into the universe. I, I know, but there's so many, there, like, it's not the only Codex or there's already a lot of Codexes in that season of release and that slate of release. So I don't think we're seeing a lot of new models. I don't think you're seeing a lot of new models for every book. No. You can well, you see know, I mean, a lot of new models for one book. They are. And I hope it's that one. I do too. I mean, you know, as we know, they, they've they been pushing stuff from Forge World and, and bring it out in plastic, right? Mm-hmm. So mm. what, I, what is, I don't remember the exact the code name for it, but the massive battle suit for but the supremacy town. armor. Oh yeah. The, the town now is supremacy armor. Nah, I don't, I don't, I don't think I there's, if they do put it, I mean, that's neat, but it's not what I think what is I needed. But like, there, there's, there's some battle suit variants that Forge World does as well, right? Like crisis battle suit variants. Yeah. Um, I mean, battle suits could be refreshed, but also there's a couple like the, the crew talks rider, Oh, yeah. Crew. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't mind sure. seeing some new crew units also. Yep. That wouldn't yep. be the end That's of the what world. I want. Uh, like Vespids are st- yeah. Yeah. V- Vespids are still um mm-hmm. also resin, and that's unfortunate. The sniper drones still resin. Like there's there's a lot of work to be done before we start having to fish in the uh, the Forge World pool. It's gonna be interesting to see what they do with the drones right because i think yeah. every every time we get the tau codex drones are always the totally different the problem yeah. you know why i you know quote unquote problem or you know what are we gonna, and and basically right in the last co- with the with the index you don't even need to have the models anymore unless yeah. it's you know like the sniper drones right a specific unit or something like that but shield drones you know all the drones join your army they're like oh you don't even have to use the models and then everybody that has you know 100 drone models in there is uh well, you can still make a unit of drones. And I, I feel that the direction, they're almost there. The, one of the things that they've been doing a lot with smaller models is using them as tokens for special yeah. rules. Yes. And right. I think that's what drones inside of units should be. Yes. And but at the same time, being able to have a unit of drones to do other things, basically what the orcs do with Gretchen's like you can have a unit of Gretchen's, but there's a bunch right. of characters and units that have Gretchen's that serve as tokens. 
like an oil grot or something like that yeah. or an ammo grot. Like they, they all have their little function and use, use them as tokens. So I've used a special rule that's once a battle, remove the, remove the, uh, the, grot. Or the, the bomb squake. Yeah. yeah I, exactly. I thought, I just thought it was interesting how they handled the drones in the index where like, oh, well, this drone, really all it does to your battle suit is give it an extra wound. So yeah. I think th like those ones, there's like a lot of people that I see playing, at least locally, they don't even have the drones any models anymore, right? Why am I going to bother pushing these guys around when all they do is add a wound? I just tell you they have them and you know they have an extra wound. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if that changes and they become something, like you said, more relevant where it's like an oil grot. It gives you like a one-time ability that when you use it, you have to take that model you know, right. mark it and then take it away. Um, and of course, lots of potential with the Space Marines Codex, Chaos Space Marines Codex, as we have uh, the new Night Lords coming. We'll see if we get any other plastic upgrade kits for different factions of uh, Chaos Space see, Marines. Here's what I want to see for the Chaos Space Marine Codex. Give us all the conversion sprues that we upgrade sprues that we need for all yeah. the factions that need them and that's yeah. your models because chaos space may, have maybe a, a couple of characters like maybe, like yeah, for yeah, those uh, yeah karn yeah, no we have a new karn right yes uh, we have yeah. a new karn uh no 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 not karn no. So, like give us a new karn give us a new black hand like I was, yeah. yeah i was yeah. gonna say but yeah so do do that and then do the same thing they did last time when they said, so yeah, in the codex, you have the rules to play some world eaters, but soon there will be a world eater codex. And then instead of world eater, say uh, Empress, uh, Empress Children, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So do that. Or say, yeah, you have rules for noise marines, so you can still play Emperor's Children with your Codex Space Marine, but the models are coming out with the Emperor's Children Codex for later this, later, later this year or next year. Do that. Yeah. That'll be exciting. I'd like to see more units for the the demon engines, right? Yes. I mean, we know how I feel about that. Because that's that leads down the whole Vashtor route which is awesome. i would that's so see that's what i would like for the next crusade book mm. to be it's like well if we go see what he's doing i mean because we just left him out there yeah games workshop does that a lot leaving oh no they do there 100 but but he's still yeah. there we could go visit and see what he's up to because he had a plan we just don't it just wasn't going great at the moment. So that takes us through spring. And, and then as revealed in the preview, Gene Stiller Cults followed by Adepta Sororitas. And then Mystery Codex. Redacted. The Redacted Codex. Yes. All right. So two things. Gene okay. Stiller Cults and Adepta, Adepta Sororitas. Both of these armies are full plastic. Yep. yep. Have really nice ranges. Yep. They're both missing the same thing. Oh yeah, the they flyer. are. Give oh. like make that the season of the flyers. Gimme, gimme, gimme flyers. Gimme and a they, dual or triple kits. Yeah, they talk about the Sisters of Battles, uh their you know, their drop pods and flyers and stuff in the in the little fluff stories. So let's yeah. see. Uh, sisters drop pods would be kind of sweet. 
they they look like uh they describe as looking like like chapels dropping yeah of course they it's do great uh, um and yeah and then of course lots of potential with genes to cut right because they just they kind of take whatever they want and then you know make it their own i'm sure there's some some mining vehicles some transports and stuff like that, that they could definitely use as flyers oh absolutely like i've said before i want I want a flyer that can either be a transport or maybe it starts as not a transport because it's full of rocks. And once you <laughs> use the rock, like where draw, you use the rock rocks as bombs in the game, then it can start transporting things because the bomb bay is empty. Like there's fun things to do with this, but they're miners. Miners, they pick out rocks from the ground and these rocks need to be carried and a flyer could be it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure there's some vehicle that the Imperium uses when they need to mine the side of a mountain that has mining lasers on it, right? Um, yeah, or an asteroid or whatever. Like, yeah. there's, there's things. And uh, I think, you know, both of these armies are in good spots as far as the, like, the, one thing both of these armies have are tons of characters already, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So. Oh, God, um, like, yes, geez, theaters, that's all they have. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, maybe, maybe not new characters, but let's see, maybe, you know, a flyer and then one or two, maybe new units, right? Like another, like Sisters of Battle really has two troops choices, right? Let's give them another, another troop or, or core choice, you know, um, in Gene Steeler Cults, you know, there's plenty of variety you can come up with in, in that army to, to do a new unit. You know, you got pure strange Gene Steelers, you got the Broodlord already. So um, even just giving them access to some other, Tyranid units or different, you know, maybe a specific strain of genius or that, you know, the genius or occult army has instead like hybrids. Well, they already have hybrids. Never mind. <laughs> um, I think anything like that would be cool just to yeah. add to the army. Yeah. But flyers. Yes. Uh -huh. Yes. Flyers first, <laughs> another unit second, no more characters. Cause there's already like, you know, so many, just too many, too many, unless they're really cool. Then we'll allow it. We could talk about it. I, yeah, like, like give a, us variants of existing models. It'd, it'd be interesting if they progressed the fluff with the gene circle, right? Because as we all know, they're on Terra and they just kind of drop on that Terra. out. They're on Terra. But like a named gene circle character. <laughs> Imagine Games Workshop really flips the script on everyone. Just low key, they release the codex and you read through the codex and the codex has a new unit and it is literally the emperor of mankind <laughs> <laughs> corrupted by the g-series cults like there's there's no books no special event nothing just they dropped the codex in, the, in, in the codex they just advanced the the fluff like so much by changing everything <laughs> amazing like, oh you guys wanted to play play the emperor in 40k boom g-series cult <laughs> That'd be amazing. I think, though, you know, although I'm excited for, you know, cults and, and Sisters of Battle and stuff, I'm interested to see what they do with the Custodes unit, because, the Custodes Codex, because they have so few units available. Yeah. I wonder if we're going to see a big, you know, two or three unit in, you know, addition to the range, which, I mean, three units practically doubles the number of units they have now anyway. Um, I mean, they're... Okay, granted, they're not the biggest codex, but they're not as starved as we remember them being. They do have like a couple of things here and there. Like, I, I, I think adding two or three units would be plenty. Like, it, it would really round them up to a normal codex size. I, I think they're they're a key codex for taking those Forge World units and making them into a 
Absolutely. Classic. Yeah, definitely. But it's, that, it's an army that's hard to add to because yeah. there's like they're already so that's specific. the whole point. Yeah. The whole point is that they're elite and specific. Right. And sure, give them a flower too. They have cool ones in the in four of them. <laughs> you get it. But on that that you does, you know, take us through what but the way they're displaying things looks like the first half of summer with the again the last codex being redacted and, and unknown. <laughs> All right, theories, guys. Theories or wishes. Uh, theory wish you want because those are two different things. Yeah. yeah okay. My my theory one is Blood Angels or Death Watch. <laughs> Just another another Space Marine. I mean, my my wish would be something just something new. See, that's my right. thought, is that if it was any of the things that we already have. They'd just tell us. They would have just said that. Mm -hmm. I think it is something new. I fear it could be Emperor's Children, which would be great. I mean, don't get me wrong. It would be great. Your wallet fears it could be Emperor's Children. I mean, Children. there's that for sure. Um, but also, I would like something weirder. It would be interesting if it was something new, right? Because Votan got dropped on us not that long ago. Um, yeah. I, I again, it wouldn't. It would be great if it was something new, but I, you know, Votan is really still just kind of half a codex. Yes, they're, right? they've like got they need battle war on their first release. I unless it's and something still the second rated on the meta watch. I'm just putting that yeah. out there. But I just I don't. It's it's hard for me yes, to think, but they used to be really low on the meta watch. <laughs> yeah, until that the update they got, which was fantastic. But yeah. it's hard for me to see them. And I'm not saying they wouldn't, but doing a whole new army that isn't something like Emperor's Children or yeah, you know, uh, even Dark Mechanicus, right? Because that's just doing some some sure. modification sprues and a couple new units when yeah. they still have a, a codex that's like Botan, where it is. You know, just like Sisters feels like the first half of a of a two part release. So, I I think it's going to be Emperor's Children because yeah. uh, like like Amy, I don't think I think that if it was anything more normal, that's already in the Codex list, they just flat they out just tell, tell us. us. Mm -hmm. So it has to be something new. They're but not going to Worktober us all over. Oh God! Oh, I hope they would learn that lesson. So I, I I think it's going to be something new, but not something new in like in, in a universe breaking sense. Right. No, no Hrud army or anything. Like no Hrud army. What I would like is something far more out there. And by that, I think the most likely candidate for something weird, but still familiar, would probably be Exodite. Hmm. Yeah, because they we did get the the kill team kit right for the Exodite, so they have a, a groundwork anyway. Okay, what for the kits? Hmm. We got a kit for Exodite. weren't Well, weren't the? Oh no, those were the Dark Eldar pirates, which are yeah, yeah, yeah. those are corsairs. Yeah, corsairs. Like, wait, what did I miss? No, I, I, <laughs> I was getting confused for a second because we were yeah at that time we were talking about Exodites a lot. But yeah. Um, anyway, yes, that that would be interesting. Exodites would be good. 
Uh, Exodites would be good because Exodites are one of those armies where they can say, all right, well, here's a handful of models from the Eldar and Drakarian Corsairs, like, or maybe just the Corsairs. Those, those are in, that's a unit or a couple of units that's in your Exodite Codex. And then here's like 10, like eight or 10 dual kits to flesh out the rest. And there's your mini codex to start with. The only thing, the only caveat I have is they tried doing Harlequins as a separate army. Yeah, I was going to say. And but they just somehow didn't give them failed. anything was the yeah, problem. They, they, gave they up. didn't give them anything. And it's not like they couldn't have given them anything. There's yeah. There was room to give them cool things. For sure. I love like, Harlequins. An, like, give, me an, give me the Avatar of Sigarosh. Yeah. Why is that not there? Yeah. We know the laughing God still exists. He sure does. So why why didn't they give him that? And well, maybe a bigger vehicle or give him a piece of terrain that's like a stage. I don't know. There's so many things to do. It's such a rich freaking army to play with. But no, it's fine. Yeah, it's <laughs> not bitter. Eldari is always it's it's been this weird thing where really they have three different armies right there's your yeah. craft worlds there's your harlequins and then really there's the yanari right but they just kind of they've gotten to the point where they're just shoving it all into one book what if that's what they do what if they break out the yanari and they could definitely do that too i mean you have you know even the they've started including alternate parts in the kits for yanari right for yanari themed stuff yeah. So yeah. they could just say, all right, well, all these kits that have your Yanari part are in this codex as pure Yanari. You've got your triumvirate of your need. Mm -hmm. um, and then maybe have them have access to all the Wraith stuff because those are dead. And mm -hmm. then yeah. toss in four or five new kits that are specifically undead ghosts and things like that. So you could have the construct portion, which are all the all the wraith bone construct. You can have this a spirit spirit version, which are like just ghosts and things. Like because Games Workshop has been kind of like trying to get undead into 40k for a while. Yeah. And I mean Necrons. Eh, kinda, but they lean more robot than undead. They are now. way more robot. Like, yeah. yeah. So I feel like the Yanari would be the way to go. Mm, I would be okay with that. I, I wouldn't be against that. A bunch of bunch of swirling. I feel like the problem is that I I feel like there's nobody at GW that deeply loves any of these weird space elves. Like, I mean, there are people that like them and people that enjoy doing them, but you know what I mean? Like, there's no one advocating, I feel like. Yeah, there's, there's no <laughs> one who's like, a maniac there's no Eldar Yeah, that's what I was going to say, like, yeah. you know, they'll have a they'll have some pictures of, like, an exit army and be like, this this mad nutter in the studio did this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, and this is Wade. He's a fucking Eldar maniac. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's exactly. that's what you need. You need that guy. And then they're like, and Wade's like, like, after 30 years guy. of collecting Eldar, I decided to do an Exodite army. Yeah. 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 No, it's... And listen, Games Workshop, if you need someone to be your, <laughs> your Exodite yeah, maniac... For sure. We have contemplated it so many times. Um, and so many you know, of our, so many of our, our on the, like our, our archive of ideas 
<laughs> vaccinating them. But the the main reason why I never go ahead with it is because I always well, there's two things. It's hard to get rules that really work for right uh, for, for for that army. Yeah. But mostly, I I don't want to do a full Exodite army just to have Games Workshop come out with it. Yeah. Because you know, <laughs> again. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's how you cast that spell. Yep. <laughs> See, that's the thing. You just got to start converting something, and you know, after not... after Adepticon, this after Hobby New Year, converting something that's totally off off the books, and that'll be what they release. It's the power is in your hands. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I I did. I converted a bunch of uh of uh, Imperial Guards into into uh, Adeptus Mechanicus the year after we got both Skateri and Adeptus Mechanicus. Converted a ton of Dark Eldar bikes, like 30 Eldar bi- Dark Eldar bikes to make new Eldar bikes the year after we got new plastic Eldar bikes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it just keeps happening. It'll be, it'll be interesting. I, you know, I think something... Like you said, something not off too far off the books is, is like Emperor's Children is probably what we're going to see. But, yeah. you know, we've been surprised before. I mean, Votan came out of nowhere. Just out of nowhere. Like there was there was literally no rumblings at all of like, oh, I think they're going to bring this back. It wasn't like you said, there was an April, April Fool's joke where they're like, squats are back. And they're like, the next day, like, oh, no, really. <laughs> it's it's because they, they had red herring dust. Yeah, so many times. Wait, like right. it's like, oh, squats are back as a Necromunda thing, and yeah. here's this one resin character, and like a year later, oh, here's this one like unit of squats, but that's just Necromunda, and then out of nowhere, it's like boom, League of Voltan, well, and, here's your squats. And squats even became that bad joke at every Games Workshop preview, right? Right. Yeah. Like the who was gonna ask? Yeah. How 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 long do you think they were saying oh, who's going to ask knowing the studio was working oh, on it? Oh, probably a couple of years. Oh. Yeah, I mean it's got to be years worth, right? Oh, I'm suddenly full, mad full at them for this. Army development, codex development, model development. Yeah, it's a long time. For sure. Although, you know, the people that were asking that were taking the questions might not have known. Also true. But somebody knew, and they loved it. Yeah. <sighs> All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, you know, maybe at the LVO preview, or actually, if that summer, probably Adepticon. Probably preview Adepticon is when we'll see what that what that yeah. mystery mystery codex is. Uh-huh. I mean, if it's if it is Emperor's Children, that means that they were working on two Fulgrims almost at the same, at the same time. time. I mean, which almost makes sense because right. you need to sit down the designers and say, okay, I need one of you to make me a 30 K demon fulgrim. And then I need another one of you or the same dude. You're right. going to make me a 40 K. Like I need you to take this demon princey fulgrim and make him more demon princey yeah. for plastic, which I, and then that that gets in the last of the the big four too, right? He's the last one, so yeah, that would be. Yeah. After that, then, it's all Primarchs, baby. 
Well, I mean, you know, even in the, I can remember in, in the second edition Blood Angels Codex reading about how at some point Sanguinius would be reborn when he's needed. So oh, God, I, I imagine he'd be the next Let, next one to, to pop out. Isn't, no, no, they're going to they're gonna bring back um, Leman Russ first. I, well, that's the thing, right? <laughs> if you look at the, actually, if you read the stories for half of the primaries, you're like, I'll come back when I'm needed. Yeah, but one of them is actually like I, I want Sanguinis to remain dead because the moment Sanguinis comes back, most of what makes his uh his, cool. his, right. like his chapter special dies. Like yeah, true. Can you imagine like oh I've got the black rage? Why oh it's like the 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 psychic memory of the death of Sanguinis, but he's right there. He's right yeah. there. <laughs> he's right there. It's cool. Yeah, he's you still can, alive, guys. Yeah, brother, no, panic no, first. Time. You can calm down. Before he <laughs> his back. Um, yes. and I mean, Kosoro Khan, right? He's he's supposedly fighting in, in Kamara too. Um, although it would be weird to bring is. white the white scars back when they're like you know now they've become like a, a subline in, in a major codex. So yeah, I think you're right. I think probably Lehman Russ, right? Because he's just he's just out there somewhere and come back. I mean, I hate to admit it. But the Space Wolves haven't had anything cool in the storyline for a while. And then you get dog buddies. You know how I feel about that. Actually, the last cool thing that happened to Space Wolves is when they were almost destroyed by the Thousand Suns. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was cool for us. But I mean, and that's the thing, like, Leman Russ is also one of those Primarchs that he's been gone for so long, and there is the whole Wolf and Curse thing going. Like, he... Him coming back doesn't mean just another big dude. Yeah. It could be a big werewolf dude. Yeah. It could be two models in one kit where you get a big dude that turns into a werewolf dude. Have like, you seen the Sigmar werewolves? Uh, GW's yeah. got some good werewolf sculptors. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Let's go. So, you know, like if if you're gonna ask me which one I think they should be doing. I mean, that's the one. That's, that's the one I would hate the least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't think uh, the Iron Hands dude is coming back because his head got chopped off, so he's probably done, done. But, yeah, yeah, just so, some of them need to stay dead. Yeah. Although... But it's interesting, like I said, because like half of them are like like Vulcan, right? Like he once you once they assemble all the artifacts, he's supposed to come back. So keep do, some and, of them dead, because otherwise, yes. oh, just, no, they, you're, they you're, you're just making this into thirty k again. I mean, yeah. I would hope that you know at least once they right they get the four demon primarchs and then they stop, and they right when they have four loyalist primarchs, so at least it's it's kind of even or that. I feel that would be the, uh, the the balancing point. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, and you've already got two loyalist primarchs. Add Leman Russ, yeah. and I don't know what the fourth could be. Rogaldorn is he is he dead? How dead is he? Like on a scale, <laughs> how dead is he? <laughs> on a scale of forty k to uh, Aeronautica Imperialist, how dead is he? Call oh. goes. Eh. <laughs> we can work with this. Yeah. <laughs> it's just pulling on the rubber glove. Like, don't even worry about it. <laughs> right. We can we can bring just it back. Scrape him into a bucket. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> I got my Cuisinart. <laughs> we can make this happen. Just tossing some yeast. Yeah. Yeast. 
<laughs> they do, uh, the Imperial Fists do have Rogaldorn's severed left hand, so just got to reverse regenerate that and, you know. Isn't it supposed to be slowly regenerating? Oh, I, I think that was that was the neck wound on Kalgar. Oh, sure. Okay. Because they, because as soon as he got, (laughs) I think as soon as he got that neck wound, they put him in a stasis field. And that was like the line in the, in the fluff was like, people swear it's slowly closing. Which turns out it was. This is my favorite new show as Jeff and Matt vaguely remember lore. This is very good. (laughs) I think, you know, round about second edition, they said this. No. Give me give me a break. This is Space Marine lore. It's, as know, Matt no, put it, it's the most boring lore. Now, <laughs> I'm so gonna get killed. Speaking of leaving, so we 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 did leave Vashtor out there. Vashtor was gathering things. Yes. Right. Like that was his whole. But we don't know why. So maybe that's he's the thing. making a kit. He's building his own. He's building his own emperor. That's, yeah. yeah, that's the next. That's the next big fluff reveal. It's like building. I a made a girlfriend. It's, like, it's just my From hobby. To cool things. So good. He's uh, um, <laughs> it's his way. It's 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 the forty k version of buying Twitter. He's gonna assemble something <laughs> wonderful and just destroy it. Yeah. <laughs> All the while claiming he's making it better. Abaddon's be awesome. just going. Why <sighs> <sighs> oh, you make me so angry? <sighs> It's like no, no, no! It's working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then chaos loses. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> we, they always talk about how Angron is so angry, but I think Abaddon's angrier than he is, just because everybody keeps screwing everything up. A- Abaddon is just like he's just losing it. Like he's yeah. like everyone around him is an idiot. It's because Abaddon. Nothing is going right. Like Abaddon on the stupidity scale is a six, and he somehow managed to surround himself with a bunch of fives and fours. Right, you can't like three. Familiar. So he's like, I can't. He's, yeah, I can't put my nose. I can't put my finger. Yeah, he keeps, like, he keeps he keeps leaving people, and he's like, "Okay, Angron, you're not going to go like and just go on a slaughter rampage. You're going to do what I tell you to this time, right? Oh yeah, sure. Oh boss. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Have like, a good one. If if people were at, on his level, he could squeak out something. Yeah. But because, but because like he's literally surrounded by imbeciles, like it just doesn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> like he's he is ruining the galaxy, just not the way he wants. Right. right. Oh sure. Just like a little a little little section at a time, not the big sweeping move that he hopes for. Yeah. And never in a way that puts him in actual power, like. Right. Yes, you've you've ripped, you've torn a, 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 a <laughs> well, guys, we could have taken over fabric of reality. resources, but you blew it up instead. Thanks. Great. Yeah, yeah and that we we could have used that Noctilith for something, but I guess we won't. <laughs> All right, are we are we done? This is good. <laughs> well, that's not speculation in uh in for for one day, but. <laughs> Yeah, so hopefully our DevCon will find out what that Mr. Codex is. I think I think you're right, Emperor's Children is the most likely. Something like Dark Mechanicus, which isn't too far out of the realm of things, would be cool. I can't, um, I can't hope anymore. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I guess if Vashor isn't in the Chaos Codex, that would be a big indicator, right? Yeah, that would be pretty serious. <laughs> Why is he not that? Oh, don't worry, guys. It's, it's, it's going to be in a crusade. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I I think that if 
um, if the the undisclosed codex is chaos related, they will tell us what it is on the release of the chaos Agreed. space marine codex. Yeah, yeah. They or they will at least give us like a like a like a shadowy silhouette Rumor engine thing. Yeah, yeah. like they did because Vastar was a Vastar was a creepy silhouette at the end of a preview before sure he was, was anything. <laughs> My boy. All right, guys. Well, feel free to reach out to us on Facebook. Let us know what you speculate that mystery codex to be. Uh, share with us what you're working on for Depticon. You know, the event preview will be coming up shortly after you hear this. Let us know what events you're going to be attending. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about that on our, our next episode, but we're oh, excited yeah. about to, to hit up at Adepticon. Uh, otherwise, we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Hail science! Thank you for listening to 40K Radio. You can contact us via email at 40kradiohosts at gmail.com. You can find us on social media by searching for 40K Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Check out our video content as well as content created by Amy and JF on the Warhammer Workshop YouTube channel. You can also join the 40K Radio Discord and interact with us there. Until next time, remember that in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war and cookies.